Hi, I'm Chance. And I'm Sarah Catherine. And this is Conservation Connection. We run a wildlife education nonprofit focused on connecting students to their environment. Each week here on Conservation Connection, we do just that by introducing you to the groundbreaking science and conservation work that's happening every day around the country. We talk to professionals in the world of conservation science and wildlife management and ask them about their career, their current projects, their wild and crazy stories from the field, and everything in between. Join us each week to discover just how these dedicated people are working to protect our planet. Alrighty, guys, welcome to another episode of Conservation Connection. Uh, this is going to be a little different. We are here at Scofflaw Brewing Company in Columbus, Georgia, and we are sitting down for our first live podcast. Woo! <laughs> wow. He told you not to scream, and then he asked you to scream. That's fair. So I'm very excited this episode. We are sitting down with Caroline Elmer who is a local uh, high school student here in Columbus, Georgia. She is an intern for Chattahoochee River Conservancy, uh, and she's also a whitewater kayaker. Let's give her a warm welcome. Woohoo! Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for coming and joining us on the live episode, Caroline. Um, why don't we just start with letting people know who you are, what year you are in high school, and uh, kind of what your favorite parts of Columbus are. Yeah, so I'm a senior in high school. I go to Calvary Christian School. Um, some of my favorite parts of Columbus are obviously the downtown area. It's so lively and full of so much color and so many great people, especially the Riverwalk part. I just think it's part like full of so many amazing different like artworks and murals on the walls, and then there's also the river itself. Um, Columbus, Georgia has made such great progress in making the river accessible to more people and really getting the word out there about how great the river is and how many things you can do there, which is also like one of my biggest aspirations is just to get more people on the river and learn how to enjoy the great thing that's right here in our backyards. Yeah, definitely not surprising that your answer is, your answer is uh, the river, you know, downtown is one of your favorite parts of Columbus. So let's talk a little bit about um, what it was like growing up in Columbus and how you fell in love with the Chattahoochee River. So that's actually a really funny story because I grew up not super close to the river. I grew up coming downtown every couple of days because I did dance at the Columbus State University's Youth Dance Conservatory. So I was always down here, but ballet is a very inside activity you don't really get much light of day when you're inside in the studio all day yeah definitely not and i spent almost five hours a day there every day for maybe wow. 10 12 years so i never really felt super connected to the river um but when on sat on saturdays my mom and i would always walk downtown before class or after rehearsal and go through the market days and one day she was like, let's go down to the Riverwalk. Um, I've heard it's really great there, like they've got a bunch of stuff. And so that's when I really fell in love with the river was the first time I really got to take a stroll down the Riverwalk and see all the lively things. And it's definitely progressed since my first time going down there. It was a little more scary and like not the greatest environment, but I still loved it and I thought it was so amazing how we had this whole whitewater section right there and the island was there and all those amazing 
plants that you could just see right in front of you. Yeah, I've definitely heard, you know, we moved here about two and a half years ago. And from the time we got here, we were like, wow, this is so great. The river's so cool and the river walk and this and that. And um, from what we've heard, it wasn't always that way. So I imagine growing up here, as you saw it, just like grow and really start to thrive. You were able to feel more comfortable, like going to the river and enjoying that. Yeah, that's the one thing is it used to be the river used to be a very not very clean river. Like people were advised to not go and swim there the neighborhoods surrounding it were actually more of like the poor part of the community so that didn't help it very often and so it was just really hard to access and then when people could access they didn't really want to yeah that makes sense so what led you to wanting to be an intern at the Chattahoochee River Conservancy I'm sure you've already spoken about your love for the river so it only makes sense but what made you connect with them So what made me connect with them was really when I started getting into whitewater kayaking and more whitewater sports and being outdoors is as my love for the river grew, my passion for protecting it and hoping that other people would want to protect it grew too. Because if it's something that I'm enjoying on a daily, I don't want that to just disappear one day or me not be able to have it. Like I want to be able to keep it going and keep other people have them enjoy it too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as somebody else who started in the field of environmental protection from a very early age, I mean, I was just saying uh, I, the first time I got in front of people to say like, hey, we shouldn't squish bugs. I was five years old. Yeah. So like <laughs> starting early in this field is definitely we're kindred spirits in that way. And I just there's a lot of young people who don't feel like they know how to get involved in the causes they care about. So could you talk a little bit about like As somebody who is a senior in high school, what advice do you have for other people that are in your age bracket who have a cause that they care about, but they don't know how to get involved? Um, Really, just don't be scared of people telling you you don't know enough to be concerned about something. Um, That's one of my biggest, like, fears. I'm a very socially anxious person. I don't do very well in crowds. If you know me, you know I'm not, like, going to go out to a crowd intentionally. Um, One of my biggest things is just because you're young doesn't mean that you can't have a passion for something and you can't keep learning as you go. That's the one thing that I feel most people my age are scared of is that they don't think that they know enough now to talk about stuff. But you can't talk about anything if you are too scared to even bring it up in the first place. Well, for being socially anxious, we appreciate you being on a live podcast with us. <laughs> Our first live podcast. Literally yeah. the first time we've done this in front of an audience. So thank you for being a guest with us. Of course. <laughs> I appreciate the invitation. <laughs> Absolutely. So I want to talk a little bit about the work that Chattahoochee River Conservancy does and how you've been involved with it since you've been there. Yeah. So currently, we during the summer, we do our swim guide water testing. So we go around to a couple different popular swimming places in Columbus and in Lake Harding, along with Eufaula, Lake Eufaula. We go around, we test for um, E. coli levels. So that's normally an indicator bacteria of other bacteria growing that could possibly be even more dangerous for people who are constantly in the water or if you go swimming and you have an open wound, it could get into your bloodstream and cause a lot of health problems. So we go around and we test the water every week um, and we post 
us what our thing called a swim guide and it just says which um, swimming places passed and which ones didn't and which ones you should just be more cautious about going to and it fluctuates on like a weekly basis right it does yes but there's normally a set few places in columbus that are just completely off the list of yeah let's go swimming there like i wouldn't encourage anybody to go swimming in mill creek or there's there was one week where bagby State Park in Eufaula was very, very high for a couple of weeks. So, And really, it's affected by stuff like various human activities. You know, if there's a lot of human activity in a certain area, it all, water always runs downhill, right? And the yes. Chattahoochee is a huge watershed that collects the drainage from everywhere. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that the entire river is always polluted. So having a group that's going out and looking at the different spots along the river that are healthier this week versus last week versus next week. Um, For me, it gives me a lot of confidence about like, oh yeah, I can go recreate on the river and I know it's been tested. I know that I'm not worried about health concerns in this particular area. Yeah, that's the main goal of us doing the swim guide is to make the river more accessible and making sure that people are aware of what's going on on their river. Because if you don't know, then you're just going to think, oh, the whole river's dirty. I would never let my kid go swim there or enjoy it or learn to appreciate it because it's dirty. And going back to your origin story, right? It's experiencing the river. It's interacting with the river that makes you care for it, fall in love with it, and ultimately want to protect it and make it better for the next generation, right? Yes, that's one of the things that we say at the River Conservancy all the time. Our interim executive director, Natalie, and I always tell people, People aren't going to protect things that they don't care about, and people aren't going to care about things that they don't know about. So it's really important that we get that perspective to people that you don't you don't care about what you don't know because you haven't experienced it before. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned something a second ago um, about watersheds, and I think that's a great segue here. Of you are going to college next year. And you are studying specifically watersheds, right? Yes, correct. So for anyone listening who doesn't know what a watershed is, can you explain what a watershed is? So a watershed is basically a body of water that runs through maybe a stream or is collected by by a river. So like lakes, marshes, rivers, um, ponds, those are a part of your watershed and those normally our fresh water that you get a lot of your drinking water from like the Chattahoochee it supplies more than 80 percent of the drinking water for Georgia which is really cool and I did not know that also why it's so important to protect it because if we don't have a healthy river we can't have a healthy community so protecting watersheds like lakes rivers ponds and marshes are really important because not only is our drinking water it also provides a lot of ecological diversity So if you don't have that, you don't really have a community anymore. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, Columbus and, you know, Phoenix City, Smith Station were built around the river. The reason there is a community here is because the river is here and we're just south of the fall line. So the water has a lot of energy to it. Right. So this has been a uh, the river has been a gathering point for literally thousands of years. People have been interacting with the river and it's our job to keep it clean and make sure that it's healthy for the next couple of generations. Yeah, definitely. And the Columbus, Georgia, especially uptown specifically, has done such a good job of 
starting to incorporate the river into a lot of their activities that they hold. Like we just had Riverfest a couple weeks ago and we held the International Canoe Federation's World Championships, which was really interesting to watch and super fun to support all of my whitewater kayaking friends. Yeah, if you ever want to see somebody just like spin around and defy gravity in water, <laughs> come to a whitewater rafting or whitewater canoeing kayaking championship because it's insane. And they've got wild names like Space Godzilla, the tricks <laughs> yes. that they do. It's so cool. So, which is an excellent segue into, I want to talk about your journey as a whitewater kayaker. So how'd you get into whitewater kayaking? So it's really not too interesting how I got into it. <laughs> we'll be I, the judge of that. <laughs> I was hanging out at the river one day, as I normally do, and there was this guy that was kayaking at the wave feature that we have called Good Wave. And once he got out of the water, I went up to him and I was, I said, hey, that's really cool. What are you doing? How can I do that? That looks sick. And he <laughs> said, oh, well, I'm Mason. Nice to meet you. I'm a whitewater kayaker. And I was just doing a bunch of tricks in my playboat. And you could definitely come and do that. Like, let me get you in a boat sometime and I'll teach you your role and all the basics and we'll have you surfing in no time. And so we were friends for a really long time. He got me into a boat. I did it for a couple of weeks. Then school picked up and I got really busy and I didn't touch a boat for another two years. But then I saw this ad on Instagram saying, come to kayaking sessions at the pool. Like, we'll teach you to roll. So I went back. My friend Mason was teaching and I learned my role. I got more confident in my boat. I got super like encouraged so I went out and I bought my own boat I bought my own gear it took me months to save up for it and I started kayaking and me and Mason started dating so that was really great to get out of it too <laughs> <laughs> a true love story yeah absolutely that's fantastic and you know you make it sound so easy as somebody who's been whitewater kayaking about oh it's definitely not three, oh well you anyway no 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 yeah. no. it took me months to learn my role just my role and so for somebody who has no idea what what a role is in whitewater kayaking what is a role yeah so it's a safety skill or rescue skill that you learn when you first start kayaking um it's basically if you were to get flipped up over like upside down in your boat you're connected to it through this thing called a skirt so water doesn't get in and so you don't just fall out of your boat when you get flipped over and so instead of just pulling your skirt off you want to flip yourself back over using your paddle and your body weight as momentum so you and it's really hard right sir Catherine oh yeah Quite it's definitely difficult. hard and when you explain it like full out like that I think people can understand like that doesn't sound easy oh and it doesn't we can tell you it's not easy it's not easy <laughs> on flat water and then yes go into the fact that uh usually you flip because you're going through a rapid yes. and now you're upside down underwater attached to a kayak that you now have to maneuver so that it is yes. right side up <laughs> without drowning and you have to stay calm and look cool for all the people watching at wave shaper right it's without hitting a rock so yeah far. that's the <laughs> other thing is most people are like well why don't i just pull my skirt the worst thing you could do is that you're swimming in water but there's a lot of different factors going into it. The Chattahoochee is a little bit more on this, I don't want to say safe side, but less consequences are there if you swim. But if you're going down maybe the Green River, just for example, 
there's a bunch of rapids that have really big consequences. If you were to swim, you could get caught under an undercut, or there's a lot of sharp rocks because it's more shallow than the Chattahoochee is. So there's a lot more dangers of swimming in your out of your kayak when you flip over instead of just rolling. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're gonna wrap this up. I've got one last question for you. Um, I think a lot of people that are closer to my age in their early 30s um, that grew up in Columbus kind of come from an era where the river, like you said, was considered more dirty. And it's there's a lot of reluctance to get into the water in Columbus. And as a youth voice who kind of experienced Columbus during its revival phase and, and you know, in 2013 is when our river was turned into a whitewater kayaking course. What, from your perspective, um, what advice do you have for people in Columbus, Georgia, or in the Georgia area in general who want to come visit our river about like just how awesome our river is? Well, I would say it's a very lively community that surrounds it. And as the community starts to grow more, so does their appreciation for the river because I think they start to understand that this is why we're here. If we didn't have this river, we wouldn't be here. So more and more people are starting to appreciate it and want to protect it, especially when they put in the whitewater course and they broke the dam over on 13th Street, I think. People started to, like, that's what really kind of cleared out the river more and Ed Wolverton the genius behind the whitewater park he takes such good care of his park that he created just yesterday I saw him on the river walk at the island painting the bridge where there were missing paint spots so if that doesn't tell you how much he cares about and how much he's willing to put effort into keeping a clean river and a clean whitewater park, then I don't know what else will. <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Caroline, for joining us for our first ever live podcast event. Um, and we definitely plan to catch up with you uh, after you graduate college, maybe see what you're doing next. Yeah, so thank you and good luck with uh, college next year. Thank you. Thank you for the invite. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Conservation Connection. If you enjoyed our podcast, go ahead and subscribe to make sure you catch every episode that we post. If you've got a minute to spare, leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts helps other conservation-minded people find the show. We'd really appreciate it. A big thanks to everyone working to protect our planet, and a big thanks to you for listening. See you next time.